everybody, Susan Finch here, your host for All Volunteer, All Heart from Binky Patrol. And today we are having one more recap from our Binkathon that we recently had through the generosity of the Mr. Ballin Foundation. We had our national blanket making event. And joining us today are two of our location leaders, Carolyn Berndt, who is also one of our directors. And she had an event in Thousand Oaks, California. And we have Daphne Boyd, who has been a chapter leader for what, six years, five years? I think it's six. It might be six now. Yeah. <laughs> and you are in New Jersey, correct? Yes, New Jersey. So I wanted mm -hmm. to invite them on to tell their story from their event, what they learned from it, because part of what we do for our podcast is to help other nonprofits learn how to have events that can go beyond their immediate area where their home office is, if they want to expand and share the love across the country like we were able to do. And we learned from, you know, the process. And I know Daphne definitely has stories on this one. Holy mm -hmm. cow. Ooh, Joanne Fabrics, you better up your game a bit. <laughs> so real. let's also welcome you guys. I'm so glad you're here. Thank you. We're Thank happy you to be here. So Carolyn, let's start with you because you have, you're a veteran of Binkathons. Yes. Even though everybody needs to know carolyn can't sew a lick um she can't sew but she can cut and she well. has to organize and publicize <laughs> and do other things and get people excited and deliver blankets so just because your skill isn't being crafty doesn't mean you still can't host an event so carolyn tell us your story i have a good friend that i've known since high school and susan is going to be meeting her soon and she founded and runs a charter school uh, kind of a offshoot of a homeschool organization for junior high kids. And so I approached her when we were first talking about doing a Binkathon and she loves to do kind of special out of the box activities with her kids. And she just instantly jumped on board, was so excited about it, got several families involved. And we just went to her school one afternoon. We did the no sew fleece blankets because as Susan mentioned, I don't sew. <laughs> so I couldn't teach them how to sew either. It was a small binkathon, but we were able to, you know, with just a group of kids, we were able to whip out 20 binkies in a couple of hours. So that was pretty cool. And I actually 20 more than we had. Yeah. People just send me binkies too. I'm the main contact on the website and binkies will show up on my doorstep. And so I had a few, about 10 others too, and dropped those off yesterday at a um, place that has two shelters for women and children who are victims of domestic violence. And I had never delivered to them before, but they were absolutely thrilled to receive the binkies and so grateful. And that's going to start a new partnership with them. That's super cool. And I'm noticing that too, all of you guys and Daphne, we're gonna get your story in a minute. All of you have been telling me stories of new partnerships that we were, we were kind of pushed by the Mr. Ballin Foundation to find mm -hmm. victims of domestic violence, of violent crimes. And I have just loved the new people I've met and that we're able to help and these new partnerships, because sometimes we do get a little complacent. It's like we give it to the same places all the time and we don't always look for where there might be a more urgent need. Yeah. And I thought that was pretty cool. Daphne, I can't wait to hear your story. I mean, let's, we'll keep it as positive as we'll just gloss over. Originally, when I saw that you were doing this, I said, well, it's time for me to jump on board because, you know, the pandemic kind of messed things up for a little while. So I said, I'm going to participate in this. I thought it was great. So we basically network with the library 
I mean, that initially I had the wine. They actually wanted to charge me money for that. And I said, no, we're not doing that. We're going to find a place that's going to be free because we're nonprofit. So the library in South Plainfield was nice enough to let us use their space. They were very nice. And they marketed it in their newsletter oh, and put it in nice. all their platforms and the senior sitters in, in the area. So we had a lot of seniors that made a lot of the blankets, but they weren't able to come out because someone was recovering from COVID, but they all was pretty much in the same place. So that's why they didn't come, but they sent the blankets. And some still dropping off blankets after the fact. And they still making blankets. But a lot of them were crochet. They crochet. See, I actually ran a nonprofit organization for years, about over 10 years. And so this platform is new to me, but we did baby items. So it's a little different. But here, I crochet, knit, and do it all. So I do know how to teach it. I know how to sew. I know how to do all of it. But for this event, we had a mix because... I let the ladies do what they knew how to do. The ones, if you if you crochet, just go ahead. Most people that crochet and sew, they know how to do all the other blankets. So I ain't really had to teach nobody because most <laughs> of these people knew how to do it. So that was great for me. But I did show henna because she wasn't familiar what kind of blankets we're doing. But I told her the fleece blankets probably for this group is just going to be for yeah. this event because I'm pretty sure we don't have a mix. We probably, I don't know if we're going to do fleece at all. I don't know. But for the most part, we have a lot of people that crochet and a lot of people that sew. So I think that's good. But what I will say, the young generation don't want to take pictures. And it was a lot of trick or trays that weekend. Even where my event was, it was an event outside and it was so, but they didn't really want to take pictures they just want to drop off and leave oh can I drop because a lot of it was some community service children there too so I said well that's fine as long as you participate it doesn't matter to me I said but we're going to do this um often I don't know if we're going to do monthly meetings or virtual meetings because we could do both I just want to get a feeling what the people want and I'll do whatever they want me to do but our blankets were going to a safe house for abused women they were very private in New Brunswick they said that was the first time that anybody had ever reached out to them to want to donate blankets. And how I found them, I just called 211 because from doing nonprofit stuff for years, I know all you got to do is call 211 and they'll give you a list of all the different places. And now I register us in that group as well so people know how to find us for volunteers so that's probably a good plug for the other chapter leaders go to one one and put your organization in there so when people look into volunteer somewhere your organization will come up oh that's a great idea thank you i didn't know about that yeah they have a listen you know how you call 211 if you need something it tells you everything but it, for, since we're nonprofit, they'll market you in every platform that they have that's a great mm-hmm. tip thank you and then volunteermatch.org, everybody seemed to got some volunteers from that too, which was I did. great. I actually did. But speaking of volunteer match, what am I supposed to actually do with that? Because I received an email that somebody else was handling that. Is that something I'm supposed to do or that's something? So no, that's just letting email. you know that we added another admin for Texas. Oh, okay. So I have to go in and do, I thought it was another. No, you can add your own. No, you can add your own opportunities in there because you're an admin. So other organizations, listen up. If you want to go to volunteermatch.org, set up your organization, invite some of your other chapter leaders as admins so they can create events. They can create opportunities for people to volunteer in different ways. We're going to be adding a lot of opportunities to get new chapters started because we seem, Mm -hmm. you know, it's time to boost that up again and get more chapters. We're getting the volunteers in the chapters we have, but we need more. So we're gonna do that, but all of our admins can go and add opportunities too. 
Mm -hmm. Your night away is a good place platform too, because you can list your chapter in there as yes. well. United Way is a great one. And we've partnered with them on events. So, oh, you're full of great reminders. Thank you. <laughs> so that's a good plug. Even if you just want to put your information on there, just to let people know that the chapter exists, they play that every single day on that channel. Okay. I know our local news channels let you submit your own news and events and photos. And so mm -hmm. we're able to post things mm -hmm. there too. But other than that, it was a nice turnout. We had snacks and stuff, water, uh, granolas, coffee cakes. Like we had like dry snacks for everybody because we didn't want to make mess. Right. But our room actually could hold 150 people, which was great. But we didn't have the group. People were just dropping and leaving. So it was okay. I was just happy that we had the capacity to use because I know I could use them in the future. And they were very nice and helpful because they market us as well. So that was nice. They never heard of the organization, which was cool. So the people that worked there actually came in and looked and look at the brochures and because our banners because it was really set up really nice in there so people love that yeah the branding helps because yeah. it shows that we're kind of put together it does <laughs> yeah it definitely showed it everybody thought it was so nice yeah it was just a nice setup i just wish that i would have had more time to uh, promote it we'll do another bingathon next year but we're going to do it the week prior to the halloween weekend good idea to give That's us more options idea. because people are so <laughs> yeah. i know it's a busy weekend for people yeah and so we'll do it the weekend prior to yeah. that. Mm -hmm. So Carolyn, you've been mm -hmm. out of the Binkathon loop for a while. So this is kind of getting back in the saddle. How did it feel? Oh, it felt great. It really did. I've, I've missed doing Binkathons. I mean, my first several were with you down in Laguna. And I was just thinking the other day about the one that we did at the senior center or a couple of them that we did at the senior center in, in Laguna. And those were just so much fun. And I always had a great time and we made some beautiful blankets and it was always really great to deliver those and see all the kids smiling. <laughs> yeah. Oh, those were some fun times. And we're going to add, our website's going to be redone soon. And we're going to add a whole section on event ideas because mm -hmm. I know we used to have a lot of fun doing the race for the cure events and the 5k and the 10k, the big mm -hmm. ones, they would be, they were happy to give us a table so we didn't have to pay for it with electricity because we would keep the little kids busy. People could come and draw in squares and we would sew them into blanket tops while we were at the event and then hang them up so everybody could see them. And they look like stained glass windows. I mean, I know that our Girl Scouts did that down in Orange County. Was it recently? We just, we oh. had two different events. We had a, a pre-event where all the girls got to learn about the organization and they made blankets on the spot. They let the girls decorate. So they probably had 300 girls show up, decorate oh, wow. squares. They sewed them into tops that they made into blankets at their Binkathon two weeks later, which was a lot of fun. So they got to see exactly what they did, how it ended up. And then they all got delivered. Awesome. Yeah, they're all different ways to have events. What would your advice be, Daphne, for next year? I, definitely the date change. I agree with that 100% because it was a lot of events going on that weekend. And plus it was a Saturday. So because it was trick or trade too. I think that we probably should reach out to more companies and have their employees actually participate because I know my daughter said that they, her company would have loved to do that if we all we had to do was just bring a box in there and put Binky Patrol on there and they would have did a collection of blankets or they would have had a day to make them within the company as a community service for the chapter so i said yeah that's it we can do that with a lot of places not just companies we could do that with stores as well because right. i know some stores do that. or prior to our event we can do the same thing and ask people to donate the fabric and the yarns and stuff prior to the event 
Yep. And that is a great, yeah. that's a great idea. Carolyn, do you have any suggestions for next mm -hmm. year? Well, you know, this year mine was really small and, and just involved the school, but I would next year, I plan on getting more out in the community and hopefully having a bigger event but I love to get the kids involved. Now, the blankets might not be as perfect as they would be if you've got grownups making them, but I just, I so love the idea of kids helping kids. And the kids who were making them were just so excited. And I gave a little speech ahead of time about these are what the blankets are going for. And, you know, if, if you're feeling sad, you know, maybe sometimes you just like to cuddle up in a blanket and this is what you're doing to help other kids in need. And that's one thing that is always really important for me is, yeah, the adults are great and they're needed, but to get kids involved too. I think that is yeah, important. I think the kids are better. They like that too. The Girl Scouts. And then you could really, we probably should do four seasons since it's four seasons, probably be nice. Ooh. <laughs> if I could get two in a year, I'm right. happy. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I, I watch, it takes us, yeah. for us, it took us three vehicles loaded up between my house and storage, took everything there, set it up the night before, got there an hour early to hang up all the banners, get the tables down, get it all set up, get all the stations set up for everybody to sew or tie or pin or whatever they were doing. And then when we're done, we're wiped out. I mean, we were so yeah. wiped out. We went back to storage and had to put it all away and organize it. All of us were just, we were gonna go out and celebrate, which is Binky Patrol tradition is to go out and celebrate after, but we were too tired. Well, mine was short because mine was only from 11.30 to 2.30 because I didn't think that we needed more time than that, but really it actually should have been longer, to be honest. <laughs> I actually wound up staying longer than I, they said, but it should have been longer. Yeah, we like to block five hours for the event and then like a 20-minute lunch break and then an hour prior and an hour after to clean up. Okay. That's a long day. So sometimes we get people that only help us set up. They leave and they come back to clean up and some just do clean up, you know, I try and get different types of volunteers like, oh, I can't do it for that long. So, well, how about you help us set up? And then you're done. Or how about you come back and help us clean up? And then you're done. You know, you don't have to stay for the whole day. The kid is great, the Girl Scouts and stuff, but I think the seniors love it because they don't have nothing to do. So they can be home crocheting them. And that's what I had a few of them doing that. And they love that. So they distribute the flyer too in the senior building. They all put it in their newsletter. Because even the event, the lady that didn't come, she makes sure I received a blanket she says Daphne are you doing this often she says I have some more ladies I said yeah you can always make blankets we'll find a home for it that's what I told her because they crochet so it's nice that's why I say to even just get donations of yarn and needles you can give it to them because they can pre-make the blankets prior to event so they love that so I said I was just going to give flyers to like all the local senior places in my area and then give it to the Girl Scouts in the schools and anyone that want to do community service in the high school level they can do that with us. I agree. You yeah. hit on a great point, and that was whoever we're partnering with, like for us, it was Angels in the Outfield. If I give them enough notice, they can also send in their newsletters. Mm -hmm. Whoever we will be giving the blankets to, mm -hmm. they could put it in their newsletter. They, hey, we're doing this event with Binky Patrol. Mm -hmm. You know, we always appreciate how you help us. But if you felt like doing something hands on, you could do this because most of those organizations that we give to, have no hands-on events. They just need money. And so that we can offer an opportunity for people to come together physically as a community and do something that will benefit the same organization they already want to help is a great way to build our numbers for these events. You really hit on it though, the seniors, 
what makes people age the fastest and go downhill is when they don't have a purpose, mm-hmm. when they aren't contributing mm-hmm. to the world. And the people that contribute to mm-hmm. the world live longer and happier. And mm-hmm. and they that, love doing it. They, they love do. doing it. Yeah. So I think mm-hmm. that's something we should all remember. It's always yes about giving blankets to kids, but sometimes we forget how much it fulfills other people's needs to be able to contribute to those kids, to be able to do something. And mm-hmm. they matter too. That's very true. Good point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, everybody, thank you guys for giving us your stories. And we hope we've given you audience some ideas on ways to help your nonprofit or get involved with other organizations. So to recap, Daphne had great tips. Go to call 211 and get your organization listed in their directory. So follow up on that in your local communities, your local area codes, and get that in there. Go to volunteermatch.org, set up an account, get multiple admins in there to help you add and manage opportunities. Anytime you have a local opportunity, you can put somebody in charge of it and say, hey, all the volunteers are gonna get emailed to you. Okay, cool. And they get that. Partner with whomever is gonna receive or benefit from your event Maybe they have lists, maybe they have newsletters, maybe they have a podcast and you could go on and have your information put in there. They'll publicize it on their social media, their Facebook pages, and maybe out on their Instagram accounts. That's another great place to do it. And also local Girl Scouts, local schools, who else, senior communities, who else Mm -hmm. is looking for great positive activities for their residents or their members to do maybe you can get listed in there with enough notice and they might even have a space that you can use for your events so we hope we've given you some great ideas we hope you are enjoying this podcast please like subscribe comment share go to binkypatrol.show and you can see all of our episodes and listen to them you can go to our website binkypatrol.org to learn more about our organization and find a chapter near you or maybe you'll consider starting a chapter We're just now doing a new chapter drive that we are kicking off in November, and we're hoping to double our number of chapters before spring. So thank you so much for listening. Thank you, Daphne. Thank you, Carolyn. It's a pleasure having you. Thank you, Susan. Thank you. This podcast is sponsored by Impact for Good at impact4good.com. Impact for Good is the one source for bringing community service to your next event. Exciting and engaging team building activities are just part of what they offer. Let them identify the best cause or beneficiary to support, manage the donation logistics, and bring the spirit of community service to your group. From your initial request through the day of your event, Impact for Good handles all the details. Be sure to visit them at impact the number four good.com. That's impact for good.